Welcome to the School of Consciousness. I'm your host, Ryan Keyes, and this is a space where we will spark your spiritual curiosity and jumpstart your journey of self-discovery. Because together, we're going to unlock life's mysteries and explore the marvels of this amazing universe while awakening your inner power. Prepare to challenge what you know and what you've been told and ignite your intuition and put that key to consciousness into the ignition. So sit back, buckle up, and join us on this incredible adventure. The cosmic journey begins right now. And that was our intro from the School of Consciousness. Today's episode is going to be a little bit about embracing the present moment, but still pursuing your future goals. Um, if we can get to it at the end, I do have five ways to embrace the present moment while pursuing future goals. But overall, we are um, going to talk about um, the power of now and building your future with purpose. So considering that, let's go to the live situation. And before I start that, I'm going to introduce you to the little rug rat right there. That is Batman, and I am Robin right here in the chest cam and then room right there. So he's Batman. I'm Robin. He's the star of the show. I'm just the support team, and um, he does all the work. He researches all the topics, and he puts them all together, and he pays for everything as well. So I'm here in support of him right there, Bodhisattva. Yeah. <laughs> he's not feeling so well. He has um, kennel cough. So the um, it's kind of like the world, right? The downside of going out in the world is you are going to be exposed to stuff that could come in and could create um, adversities or obstacles for you. It's so much easier sometimes to stay home stay in bed, tucked in and tucked away from the world so you don't have to deal with all the ins and outs of the day-to-day. -day. But that would be, by in some people, that they would call that being present, right? So I, I think that one of the things that has been misconstrued, and we got a question from the community at soc.live, if you'd like to go over there and check out that vibe, there's three days free I've got for you, and then a dollar a day to find a place, a space to be supported, to be present, but also to work on your purpose and to come together with the skills that you bring to the table so we can create a community, like a co-op. Like, it's like a farmer's market, but for the future and for friends and for um, creating uh, energetic connections and teaching and all kinds of cool stuff. So if you're interested, come on over. And if you'd like any coaching, go to the links down below go to my YouTube and also check out the Instagram at Ryan Keys to Life. So going forward in the idea of how do we become present, but not you not lose uh, the future, right? Because being present is very interesting. The power of now has a lot of empowerment and we can be very selfish with our now moment. Um, but will it be as transformative as if we're able to be everywhere at once? I like to think of myself as a multidimensional being. I like to think of myself as in the world, not of the world, seeing the forest for the trees and for all the millennials and Gen Zers that don't understand metaphors or analogies. Basically, let's just, it means that I can be present. I can be in my purpose. But if I am not able to be aware of other areas besides my own point of view perspective or this present moment, 
I may fall prey or stray from my overall purpose. I may not be able to embrace the goals that I want to get to, but if I only focus on the future, I may fall short and feel like a failure, or I may fall forward and lose this present moment and just keep daydreaming and never get anything done, right? So we're going to address that, and we're going to try to make this like a little bit of a transformative adventure, but... um, We're going to unravel some of these secrets for living in the present moment and how to shape the future and still live from the heart um, using mindful planning to overcome these challenges. Basically, this is going to be a treasure trove of wisdom that will ignite your passion and empower you to create an extraordinary, an extraordinary, an extraordinary life. So the first bullet point on this is, number one, let's... Let's get a baseline, like a like what's your heartbeat? What's your heart rate? Where are you at? What are you listening to? How are you here? What is um, the present moment and how do you embrace that? And what does being present mean? It, it really means being fully immersed in yourself, in ourselves, in the richness of the moment, allowing yourself to experience life with this heightened awareness and appreciation. It means that you're stepping away from the... Um, mental chatter or the drama, the um, stigma of being stuck in a minute um, to embrace the here and the now, right? It is about releasing distractions, if you can, and staying in the day-to-day, on-your-way kind of mindset. Not getting stuck, holding a grudge, not getting stuck at the water cooler, wasting time talking about the past, Um, Not getting in the fights with the family about something that everybody is fixated on. And also not lingering in the fantasy of what might the future hold without being able to be held now, right? Pining away for that, that passionate someone to come in and sweep you off your feet. Seriously. So one of the cool things is, is that I like to just cover real quickly three techniques that will help you to be present. And then this gives us a baseline. Number one is mindful breathing. I've used breathing um, for a long time, um, even especially since 2020 when ayahuasca told me that um, focus on the breath, obviously. This was before George Floyd. This was before the COVID. This was before everything. And um, look how important the breath has been. So I can only imagine with uh, chemtrails, aliens, and everything else, where that will go, right? Maybe it means about working to hold your breath because there's a tidal wave coming over the, the coast of California headed towards the East Coast because of the pole shift. Good luck with that one. But anyway, we're going to work on mindful breathing, being mindful, anchoring ourselves in the present moment with breath, inhaling and exhaling with um, energy and with awareness and with an attitude of Being in the breath, being in the moment, um, not alienating yourself and not um, being um, activated or triggered by distractions. Don't let, if something, if you hear a car horn, like I've been doing a show and I've gotten a car horn or alarm and, or Bodhi farts, and I I don't want to get distracted. So I stay in the present moment. I hear it, I acknowledge it, but I do not respond. I've gotten good at that. So you can do the same thing in life, right? kind of like developing the perfect poker face. So, and this is about also redirecting your awareness, redirecting um, the um, mind, the body, and 
coming to this present moment. Another way to do that, another technique is what I use as sensory awareness. Um, this is using another technique where you anchor yourself and you engage in your sensory experience. You immerse yourself in this present, right? Um, sight, sound, smell, taste, texture. Um, I like to say eat, see, say, do, and listen to. Being very involved in those things, being um, doing those things by choice, in voice, and in action. If you're going to taste a blueberry, sit there with a high state of gratitude and allow the sensation of it. You don't have to do it in the, high, in the entire pint of blueberries, but at least take one moment to be grateful for that blueberry experience. Same thing. I do this when I'm dancing or when I'm showering. I take a moment in the shower to experience the sensory awareness of the soap. That's kind of... I'm sliding off a cliff now. Let me move on to sensory awareness, right? I'm going to do it. So when I'm listening to like an 80s song and me and George Michael are making our move and we're like getting our, uh, 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 jitterbug. <laughs> I did that one. I didn't go with, say I'm dating myself now. If you're in any other generation besides the one of that one, you will have no idea what I'm talking about. So the third technique is letting go of that mental clutter, that conversation, the distractions. Letting go of the distraction. This technique kind of involves acknowledging the thought or the worry that arises and then just acknowledging it and say, hey, oh shit, I see you, water bill, but I'm right here now. I know the water bill is doing two days. I don't have any money, but let me come back and be here so they don't get worried about that water bill. And you're kind of going to release that without judgment. You're going to observe it. You're going to recognize it. You're going to let it go back. It's, it's really about releasing the thought without an attachment to create um, more clarity right, on your journey. And the benefits of embracing that, this is following me. I'm sorry. I'm being shadowed right now by my camera. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to uh, I'm going to forget the um, AI tracking for a second. Let's not do tracking. I just want to be here because it's following my hands. It's still shit. It's still following me. All right. Um, if I do this, it'll stop tracking me. Hopefully, maybe not. We'll see. So the benefits of embracing the present moment would be that it's going to offer you a deep connection, right? Um, imagine like you're in the midst of a passionate kiss, not concert either. So you're in, in, in my, one of my moderators will appreciate the concert reference, kiss concert reference. So, um, Evangeline's like, yes. Okay. So imagine yourself, you're in the, the middle of a kiss, right? For me, it would be in the middle of a wet dog kiss. And I would be wanting to enjoy that, you know, like, so here's one thing that I do before I get out of bed, before I start my day and do anything else, you know what I do? I yell out and I, you take my, um, Amazon thing. I'm not going to say it cause they don't ask me a question. Alarm off. Give me five more minutes of snooze. Not so I can sleep, but so I can snuggle with Bubba, with Batman back there with Bodhisattva. And in those five minutes, I really just give him an infused level of love. 
I connect with him because I know I'm going to be leaving. I'm going to be taking the dog to daycare. I'm going to be taking him somewhere else. And I want to do that. I want to be present. If you're making out and you're in the middle of that, just what? This is where the sensory awareness comes in. Take in everything that you can because every moment has so much information in it. And your consciousness spends all this time categorizing and cataloging all these thousands, thousands and thousands of gigabytes of information in your day. If you could just do even a, um, a small smidgen of that consciously, the depth that you would achieve would ground you so much. So you'd have this huge amount of experience and you could be so present in a conversation, so present while listening, so connected and so understanding that it will not only um, up-level your ability for empathy, um, it will enhance your capacity for love, it will affect your future, all right? And I think that some people miss that. They, I love to get carried away or caught up. I love to get caught up in something where I don't realize even what time it is. Oftentimes, I will not wear a watch or take my phone to something so that I get caught up in it and I'm not, and I schedule myself so I can get caught up. That's one way to not allow my future to fall short of being present is I'll open up my schedule to be free, right? And this will help to ultimately, second benefit is to reduce stress, to reduce anxiety because it'll be a lot easier to let go of where you need to be or where you came from when you give yourself the ability to be here fully with giving yourself enough time to be present. Time is all you have. And don't wait till you're on your deathbed to wish you had had more time. So really milk it, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it is... But thinking that time or the future, your goals are a burden is unnecessary stress, right? So in order to reduce the stress, give yourselves more free time, more time that's scheduled for free experience. It doesn't mean that you have to waste your day and, and schedule yourself to have two hours. Look, I, for the morning, like I said, I scheduled five minutes. That five minutes is so fulfilling for me. And I make sure I have that allotted every single day to give that boy what he needs. And it brings a sense of calm to both of us. Five minutes, right? Maybe it's a 10-minute meditation. Maybe it's a five-minute breathing exercise. I actually get up early enough where I give myself a full um, 35 minutes. Five for him, 10 for my red light, and 10 for meditation, and then 10 for me to just sit here and be present and... and um, create the day in my way and hydrate. And how many how many hours in the day do you give to other people or to your work or to give just you just give it to the the chronos the god of time, right? It just gets eaten away. It just uh, chips away quickly. So if you want to have success and you want to be connected to the future space and you want to be able to forget um and to um forgive the past, if you don't have that quality here that you can quantify, that you can add up by the end of the day, hey, I'm giving 30 minutes to myself no matter what, every day, this is how it's done, no matter who, what, where, or why. Granted, if you're 
That wave's coming over from California, headed towards the East Coast. It's a thousand foot tall. Fuck it. <laughs> you got three minutes. Just give it all you got. Hands and knees. Hey. <laughs> Meet your maker, whoever it is. Maybe it's Geppetto. I don't know. Are you Pinocchio? I want to be a real boy. All right. So benefit three is heightened creativity and focus. So when you tap into this present moment, when you are activating that moment, that time, that's why I said when I do that five minutes, I feel so focused. I feel so creative. It helps me to be very pleasant for my patients and for the people that I'm helping coach throughout the day. It helps me to create better content. It helps me to be more seasoned and aware. It also means I'm not running late. I'm not in a hurry. When you're in a hurry, you don't know who you are because you're operating out of stress and anxiety. You're in fight or flight. You're not fulfilled, right? So just keep that in mind. Um, I, I jotted an example here. So there, uh, um, imagine a business person that's trying to balance that present moment mindset and the future goal, right? So if that business person wants to stay present while pursuing a, a future goal, this is one thing that they might do to do that. And this is kind of the question we had in the community. Um, to practice time blocking, like I did, like I talked about with five minutes, setting a specific block of time to be focused for work so you can allocate uh, another block of time for you, another block of time to feel just free and to fall into nothingness, and then have that present moment immersion, right? And you kind of block your time. This way, you're able to release distractions that you've got 30 minutes for you, you've got five minutes for whatever it is. And you can be mindful, you can explore these techniques, you can get grounded, and at the same time, you are also future-oriented mindset because you are actively aligned with a schedule, right? Um, being present does not mean that you don't create a schedule. Being present means that I don't lose myself to the future, to the frustration, to the anxiety, to the fantasy. I do not lose myself completely because I've blocked out present moment power for me, empowerment. I don't overreach for a goal or a vision because I align it with, to, um, what do they call that? The to-do list, the day-to-day. -day. I align it with the day-to-day. I can have a calendar that goes as out, out as far as a year or more, but I understand that I have a day-to-day -day that's going to get me there. So I will prepare my week at a glance, just like the calendar you see wherever, and I have to do that. That's what the community's got. That's why I create things in advance so I know. So doing so doesn't mean that I'm not present. Um, being present with a calendar, with a goal, with where you're going is not only easy, um, but I think people are over overthinking, right? For instance, imagine you're a doctor and you got to do a surgery um, next week. And, you're, and your belief is, is that, well, if I'm living in the present moment, does that mean I'm not concerned with that surgery? Does that mean that I'm not focused on that surgery? No, it means I'm going to block some time for that date in advance. I'm not going to build up too much anxiety or stress associated with it. I'm not going to tear it apart 
I'm going to find the emotion that's associated with that surgery that I can experience today. I'm going to project that into the future. I'm going to say, you know, I feel so confident. I've got the case study. I looked at it. I know what I'm going to do. I know the parameters of the surgery, what needs to get done, how long, who's going to be part of it, you know, am I, and what kind of um, um, operatory am I in? What tools or instruments do I need? So I'm going to, I'm going to go through that. I'm going to dry run it in a specific block of time today to get that located. So I'll give myself, because I'm also in the medical field, right? So I'll give myself um, 20 minutes to run through my day before I get started. I give myself 20 minutes also to think about whatever is up ahead for my medical breakdown. Like if I've got I've got to submit um, billing to the state and I know it's due on the 30th, I'm going to think, okay, so what do I have left to do? And then I've got three key dates to get things done. But I'm doing it in a way that I'm blocking that time. I'm consistent with it. I'm not losing myself to it. I'm not going to allow it to stress me because I keep it organized and I, op- I operate today. So even if you were a doctor and you're operating next week, operate today in theory, in feeling, in practice. Be present. Put it to the paper and then check it off like you know, boom, I got it done. Okay. So I I put it into play. I thought about it. I created the emotion. It's going to be fantastic. I know what's going to happen. And then you planted the seed. You don't have to, don't keep watering the damn seed. You'll drown it. So don't obsess. If it's 10 days from now, think about it. Give it 10 minutes today, 10 minutes tomorrow. And the day of give it whatever time you need to allocate. But until you get to the place where you have to give it more time, don't let it steal your time, right? Like if I want to buy a new car and I'm giving myself two years to do it, I'm not going to really lock down what kind of car I want or the, I'm just going to say, okay, so I'd like to get a hybrid. I know if I've got two years to save for it or to, to plan for it, hybrids are going to change. So I'm not going to, I'm just going to have a general idea, hybrid, maybe a manufacturer, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm not going to dwell on it because then it it will be drawn to you. If you've ever done this, I did this in the law of attraction, can actually lead lead you down a road that puts a lot of weight on you, actually. It, it weights you into making a decision when it may not be something you really wanted to do. Maybe it wasn't something you really, truly wanted to manifest and that magic kicks in and suddenly it's right in front of you. So imagine, let's take that as the law of attraction. I put a specific car on my dream board. I want this. So this is my present moment. That's my mindset. That's what I want. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm focusing on. And then suddenly I'm going to start seeing those cars, that particular model, that car, that class, everywhere. I don't want to become fixated on it. I want to keep it open-ended a little bit because if I stay... if. I don't want that car to rob me of my manifestation powers of everything else that's going on right now where I'm aware. It's on my dream board. I don't need to worry about it. I put it up there and I know when I want it, what I need to do to get it. And I'm going to, it's going to be in a block. I'm going to reflect. I got five minutes to look at my dream board, go through it and okay, there I go. Bang. I'm not going to dwell on my dream board all day long because then I'm creating, I'm setting myself up for a limited mindset. I'm setting myself up for, um, a experience that would lack um, unlimited lifestyle. I may box myself in. 
um, when I could go bigger, be bigger, um, dream bigger. Um, maybe God wants to bless me with more. And if I am so focused and fixated on something, then I, I may not get that. So I'm going to always be a little open, right? Um, so that's just one approach. And then I wanted to look into a topic that about embracing the future. And this is kind of where we've been talking, but this is just going to kind of bring it into that. And then, you know, that should put us at our 30 minute mark. And then I'll continue a little bit for the community, but that'll call the ball for the podcast. So embracing the future without compromising the present. What does that look like? Right. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to talk about is the call of destiny, right? When you tap into your um, personal story, when you tap into your magical song that's inside of yourself, when you know what you know, what you know, and you know what you want to do, like this is what I know for now. I know this may not be me 10 years from now, and that's okay. But right now, I know who I am, I know what I'm doing, and I know what I enjoy. So this is my call to destiny in a sense. This is my purpose. Now, when I think of the future, that's going to have a magnetic draw. And it can be very tempting to be drawn in totally to that dream and not to enjoy or to employ my, my expertise, my connection to God, um, my talents and skills today. I can get caught up in daydreaming. I can get caught up in fixation. A lot of people do this in relationships, especially the twin flame situation. They get caught up in fantasy. So they get caught up in like, well, when one day when I move to that perfect place or one day when I get that perfect job, it's going to be so good. Oh my God. But you're, you're, as tempting as that is, it's not going to take you there, right? So you have to be very careful not to get caught up in that dream or that aspiration. But that's why it's essential to balance the future goals or desires or whatever it is that's pulling you, the purpose in the future, with being fully present. And that's why I like to spiritually, emotionally, and physically schedule my today, right? Go through my today. And I tell my assistants this when I'm at work. When I come in and I've got procedures ready to go, I want the operatory clean, my instruments clean, I want it's set, ready to rock. Um, I want the schedule planned out. I want to know who's on it. I want to know, do I need any x-rays? Do I need any pre-medications? Do I need any anesthesia? Do I need any um, anything else that may not... I don't want to be surprised. But I'm open to surprises. But if I can have everything dialed in, I'm going to do it that way. So when I get in, I'm set up for success. So if I'm consistently set up for success on a day-to-day -day basis and then also scheduling myself a block to be in the future, to know where I'm moving towards, like this is my purpose, transcending dental. Dental isn't my purpose. It is not my true passion. The medical field is not my true passion, but it represents my overall passion, which is to help people. To help myself by helping other people. To be myself by helping people be themselves. So I found a, a job that sets me up doing that. And it complements my purpose and my passion. Now, 
I don't fixate on when I'm going to be able to, to, to move away from that job to do this full time. I don't fixate on, well, I've got to get to 100,000 followers by this time. I got to get the community to this level by this time. I have goals. I have ideas. But I'm not going to dig my own grave and drop down into it as a failure because I didn't meet those things. This is why I don't ever do a New Year's resolution, right? Because I'm not going to set myself up for being um, in the future too much. A New Year's resolution is not the solution, right? It, it's basically setting yourself up to, for, to be so far-sighted that um, you don't get the basics in. You don't apply time and consistent present attention to today. So you want to understand that in order to get to that dream board, that goal, that idea, it's about being fully present. It's about immersing yourself and embracing right now and not getting too tied up in the allure of the future and losing touch with the power and the presence now, right? Now, how could I, so given that, what could I do to paint my vision of the future? What could I do to create that masterpiece? How could I paint my, my desires in such a way that I maintain the presence of now, right? How can I delve into that? How can I craft this compelling, drawing, happy ending without losing sight of the motivation to do it? to get it done, to be here. The first thing I like to do is I use the process of visualization with mindfulness, right? Um, visualization is an extremely powerful tool. The CIA used it in um, their meditation techniques and remote viewing. Um, I believe that if you were to use visualization to manifest the future in um, blocks, guide yourself there, and then let it sit, plant it like a seed, water it with your work day to day, and trust in the natural process of creation to let that little seedling sprout up, and then you can see it, and you can tend to it. You can cultivate it as it grows. So engage in a mindfulness base of visualization and practices. Envision that desired outcome, but still from the present place envision that outcome, but still maintain the creative power of being present, cultivating awareness of the present moment, but yet align yourself with goal setting. So set goals that will align with your authentic self today, because you may not be the same in two years. Like I won't be the same. If many of the people that are watching this right now in the community know have known me for a while, I'm definitely not the same Ryan, the version of Ryan, as I was in 2020. I'm a lot more mature. I'm a lot more free. I'm a lot more paced. Um, I'm not worried as much. I'm not um, as hurried, right? And I feel that I have more confidence in just relaxing a little bit, letting things take care of themselves, not overreacting, because if you overreact, um, it doesn't leave room for awareness and proper actions. So you've all seen people that overact in a movie and you're like, ah, God, help me. <laughs> They're like, 
I don't know. It's like watching soap operas. And granted, I was on a soap opera, but <laughs> it's like, dun, dun, dun. What do you mean? You didn't buy the yogurt. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Don't do that in your day-to-day life. Don't, don't overreact. Don't overreach into the future, right? So set these goals. Set a goal. Maybe it's surgery next week, but set it with your authentic self with your principles that you live by right now in this present moment. And that's really key to establishing a a, a meaningful goal where you can embrace the future and you can be present and you can find that resonance because you're, you're getting to know yourself right now. You're getting comfortable in your skin. You're getting comfortable with your core. You're getting comfortable. Why is that? It's bad. It's moving again. Jesus Christ. So you're getting comfortable with your values and your passions and your purpose. And this will help you to learn to start to reflect and connect, right? You want to reflect on your true desire and your aspiration, and you want to connect with your inner self, and you want to gain clarity. Is this really what I want? Is this really what matters to me? And then I want to do a little introspection with my observation and with my um, visualization. I want to help identify that goal. Is it aligned with my present moment awareness? Can, if I stay on point doing what I do today, would that propel me to perform surgery next week, right? If I started doing heroin today, it's not going to propel me to do surgery effectively and efficiently next week. If I want to um, go to Greece on vacation and fly out Thursday, it's not going to propel me if I don't um, plan an airplane trip. I could, how am I going to get there, right? So I want to, pre- I want to prepare I want to be mindful. I want to reflect on the future of what I want to do, and I want to connect to it right now as much as possible. Then I want to do mindful goal formulation. I want to craft goals mindfully um, using that SMART framework, ensuring that my goal is specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's relevant to me right now and to where I want to be, and it's time-bound, right? I'm going to give myself, okay, I've got surgery next Thursday. I'm going to block those pieces of time today. I'm going to consecutively add more time to it until I get to Thursday, possibly. Not like all day, but I'm going to add, today I'm just going to five minutes focus on, yes, I got this surgery. is going to be great. Let me send some good energy to my patient. Fantastic. I'm going to give an additional minute tomorrow. But this time next week, let's say Thursday is on the way, right? I'm a day, I'm a day out. I'm going to give myself a good solid hour to devote to, let me see, what do I need to do in surgery tomorrow? I'm going to review those notes. I'm going to contact that patient. I'm going to get in touch with my assistant. I'm going to make sure the room is ready. I'm going to make sure everything is laid out. So it's going to, it's going to graduate, right, with, like, um, with time. Um, I'm going to make sure that that is, it's considering that if I, I'm contributing to the future on a consistent level of growth and presence and well-being. So I'm going to support the future with my time and my relevance and what's measurable today. And I'm going to be very specific with my intention. I don't have to be specific with my, um, like, okay, that's five minutes and 30 seconds. I don't have to do that. I can be very specific in in, um, my intention, right? My intention. And then I'm going to engage in the present goal, right? As I embark on the goal, 
I want to stay rooted in the present. As I practice mindfulness throughout the entire process, I'm going to cultivate awareness through each step. Let's take going to Greece as an example. Well, I don't want to just land there. I'm going to look at it a little bit. I'm going to give myself an allotted amount. Let's say I'm going to give myself six weeks to prepare. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to look at where I might like to land in Greece. I'm going to type in top five places to Greece to visit, to to, um, familiarize myself with some things I might like to see. I'm going to get familiar with the place I want to end up. I want to be in Greece. I'm going to get familiar with it. Figure out if it's the right weather, the right time, the right place, the right space. And then I'm going to figure out how the technical aspects, I need, okay, I need to book some time. I need to book where I'm going to stay, how I'm going to get there, and how I'm going to get around. Then the other things can be very improvisational, right? I'm going to improvise when I get there. So I'm not going to consume myself with, I'm just going to get the details. I'm just going to get that smart technique. I'm going to build the framework. I'm going to get, have some specifics. I'm going to have a measure of time. I'm going to have some attainable goal aspect of that. I'm going to be relevant. It's going to be relevant to me. I'm going to stay relevant throughout the process. And it's going to have a time slot, right? That doesn't pull me out of my being present. So it's important to note that when you hear people, just be present, source is going to serve it to you right now. Source is going to serve it up, serve it up. Service is going to sit at home on your sofa just sit there. It's going to be freaking fantastic because God and source love you. Just sit on your sofa. Don't do anything. Just sit there. Don't answer your phone. Don't answer your door. Don't look at your internet. Don't do anything. Just look up and just say, thank you, God. And that trip to Greece is going to show up right there. It's going to be so perfect and magical. That's a crapshoot for sure. I don't know if that's, I mean, God gave you everything you've got to get there, right? So let's look at what you've got. That's, being in that state is a waste of your talent. It's a waste of your abilities. It's a waste of your connection. I mean, you've got creativity. You're not even, being, you're not even tapping into your creativity, your full volume of what you can be. So get out there. Get things done. Get involved. Meet people. Meet, make moves. Be magical, right? Being present is not just getting lost in this idea of, you know, aloofness or um, being lost in the present moment. Being lost in the present moment. Uh, Think of being present as being as empathic, intuitive, and mindful and aware as one could be about everything all at once but still being here and who you are fully. That's why it takes so much practice. That's why it takes so much presence to get there. Um, So we're at the 38-minute mark. We're going to call the ball for the podcast. I appreciate you being here, and this video podcast is is new to me. I mean, I've been trying it. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of Bubba right there first. You get a little bit of Bodhi, and then give you a little bit of this, and then we'll go on to the community. Peace, light, and love, everybody. Enjoy the time of being present, but don't let the future goals be a fixation for you. Don't get lost. Don't frustrate yourself. The future will take care of itself as long as you take care of today. And that's the way. Peace, light, and love. And if you want the rest of this, come to the community, soc.live.
I'm Ryan Keyes, and as we conclude another enlightening episode, I hope you feel motivated and ready to share the cosmic wisdom that we've gained. I'm grateful to have you on this inspiring ride, and always let curiosity be your guide. Go and check out our School of Consciousness and what we offer there. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with like-minded friends who are also eager to learn and grow. And until our next venture into the unknown, remember the universe has your back and you're not alone. Stay curious and stay tuned for the next Cosmic Message.